0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
1: you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys!
0: This, this is Mick Schott, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app.
2: Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And the first flag is thrown on this playoff weekend, Mickey Spagnola. I'm in the SWBC Podcast Studio. You're in the SWBC Satellite Center. And, Mickey, what day is this? It is it's Fight Friday. Friday. It's Fight Song Friday. Oh, no. And we've had a false start already because it's... There you go. There you go. Go. Gotta go back More than 50 years ago, to the start of this Cowboys-Niners playoff rivalry. Take it all the way back to 1970, when the Cowboys started a three-year playoff run over the San Francisco 49ers, and this was the fight song. Stampeding all the way to the Super Bowl, two of those years. And stampeding to a Hall of Fame career for Roger Staubach as well. How do you like that for an intro, Mickey? That
0: was uh awfully well for not having planned it out.
2: <laughs> we had not planned it out. No, we had not. And so, but I had planned on on this show. We got so much to get to because we're previewing the 330 kickoff, and I cannot wait for this matchup, the Cowboys and the 49ers. So we're doing that. And we need to go back and give a history lesson on this rivalry, going back over a half century, and how it launched the careers of some. And for some reason, Everson is not here (laughs) to discuss part of that playoff rivalry. Uh, I think he's trying to find a parking place outside. He should be here shortly, I think. But we also need to get up to speed on just exactly who's going to be taking the football field for the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. Of course, this is a virtual Friday as far as uh, the media is concerned. Of course, it's been a virtual virtual week for weeks here uh, leading up to it. But for the team as well, uh, as far as any knowledge of uh, any... Injury reports concerning the team going into the weekend, it's pretty much the status quo from what we got yesterday is going to be on the report today, don't you think, Mickey?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, the one person that did not participate in practice for the Cowboys that we would know, uh, Keanu Neal. Uh, he, he, uh, Mike McCarthy said today that while he was – uh, yesterday he did not practice, and since they don't practice today, he basically pointed out that he would be a last-minute decision on Saturday. He's got the uh, deal going with his chest and his elbow, and so there. He, Mike said they would take it right to the last limit before they make that decision so but other than that uh it's everybody else was a full go uh except for uh limited by israel makamu and it looks like that he may end up going on injured reserve uh, to make room uh when they uh bring uh jaron ron curse off covid so So from a cowboy standpoint, Bill, this is about as healthy they've been.
2: Yep. And uh, and the 49ers, uh, they sound like they're as healthy as they have been. And look who has arrived here in the SWBC podcast studio. You know, Everson, if you were to go back some 30 years or so, and it was two days before the Giants were playing the San Francisco 49ers – what would Bill Parcell's reaction be if you walked into a meeting when you walked into this meeting? Hey, be on time.
1: Forget Bill Parcell's Tom Landry. Yeah, sure. Bill would be cool, you know. Bill's Bill, just so Bill. Parcells
2: would have wouldn't have any problem with
1: it. Well Landry? he'd have a problem with it. He would he would curse you out then we'd move on. Yeah, you know, Tom would hold a grudge, man. No. I know why you're late coming in here. Why am I late? Because I got the last parking space out <laughs> front. Let me
0: guess.
1: <laughs> no, I was waiting on somebody to move, <laughs> like, When they moved, I parked right next to Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I looked around. I looked around. I said, Emerson's not here nah. yet. And I told him when I walked in here, I said, everything's gonna be late. The, first, the, first, <laughs> the person I look for usually I take Barry Church's uh, last spot. I yeah. think you took Barry's last spot this time. <laughs> Barry Church he comes in from the, from the previous podcast and you know, I wait on him to come out. He's always looking nice and spiffy and young. so I try <laughs> to dress young with him. So that, see, that means I got to go deep into my closet. See, these podcasts yeah. work out perfect. They're forty-five minutes in length, and it's one 15 hour. Fifteen minutes <laughs> apart.
2: It's one hour. It's a one-hour limit. One of these days, we're going to walk outside, and our our vehicles are going to be towed because we went over an hour. <laughs>
0: Hopefully you didn't go in the handicap spot because last night I saw the lady writing down somebody's uh, yeah, license no, plate because no, they were in the it was probably Michael
1: spot. Irvin. That was Michael Irvin. I'm sure. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> right. How long?
2: How long have the Cowboys been here at the Star? Uh, I can't remember what year it was. What, however long it's not, been, not that nice. that satellite parking out there where you got to walk up the hill, and I, I used to park there, and then I saw Everson parking
1: right up at the front door. <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to start parking at <laughs> like, the front door. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm driving first. I'm like, nobody's stopping me. Okay, uh-huh. all righty. I'm going to park. Yep. So I'm I, getting I just, out of my car.
2: And, yeah. Uh, yep. And so I just followed Everson's lead. All right, uh-huh. got lots to get to here. And um, as I said off the top, Everson, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to uh, dive into this matchup, but we're also going to take a trip down memory lane and the significance of this Cowboys 49er playoff series Man. through the years, and I don't want to dwell on uh, 40 years ago. I want to dwell on 50 years ago and 30 years ago. Well, basically. Just, just
1: so you know, I just 40 got through doing ago. a doggone San Francisco interview. I bet you did. Man, we had fun, though. Yeah. They said, I don't want to hear about Roger Craig's fumble. I don't want to hear about Matt Barr's Field goal because they were just they were born in eighty two the guys oh, I was talking right. to they, they that's why even,
2: we need to talk about it because people don't aren't
1: familiar with they are what not, this they are rivalry not. and so I don't want to hear about all of that so I like their introduction they gave me love before they tore me down so, it, <laughs> it was cool we actually had a lot of fun on the interview the guys were, they were great guys. And uh, no, nah, it was all good. It was all good. So I've been talking about it. This, they woke me up with that. Uh. They woke me up with it, and we had a really nice, fun conversation about it, about my relationship with Dwight Clark uh, before he passed on. And I think that's the main thing. As much as we can talk about the play, all we want, you know, this this young man is has. Uh, He's gone now, you know, and with the ALS thing that, that's going around, uh, we know that it's connected to CTE. And, you know, you look at somebody like Dwight Clark, you wouldn't think that he would necessarily suffer from something like that because he was a wide receiver, and, yes, they do get hit. But you think more of linebackers, linemen, mm-hmm. uh, fullbacks, running backs, people like that. And uh, the, the shape that he was in uh, before he passed on, it was quick, was quick. And it was it was it was powerful. It was Mm. it was quick. It came on fast. So as much as we love to to talk about not just the play, but the rivalry, uh, what stems from that is a a young man is gone, uh, you know, and, and really just gone too soon. You know, um,
2: in, in your relationship with him, I, I know you were out there when it was a Cowboy game mm-hmm. where they honored Dwight Clark, and you, you went out uh, and— Invited re- re-
1: by his family. Okay. Yes.
2: So w- when after—long after, uh, long after th- the catch, okay, when did you establish a, a relationship with him?
1: Uh, Well, first moment was when he told me about uh, how much money he got paid for the Kodak commercial. (laughs) We're going way back. They had a Barbara Streisand was singing The Way We Were, and the catch play was in slow motion. (laughs) And when I look at an amazing commercial, like, man, this is a very cool commercial. It's too bad I'm on the the bad end of this. (laughs) So he comes up to me, and, and Sherelle at the time was my girlfriend. My mom was with me. And we went to an event where we all were league leaders in our categories. Receptions for him, interceptions for me. And he comes up to me. He had been he was libated. Is that a good word? <laughs> yeah. He was libated, a little libated, I guess is the word. And comes up to me and tells me all about how much he got paid. Mm. And that was the first part of our relationship because I went on to to go ahead and get my attorney and got paid. And <laughs> that particular Super Bowl that was part of my package for. Suing Kodak was to watch Doug Williams win his Super Bowl. All right. So just think about the connection there. If it's not for Dwight Clark, I'm not sitting there watching Doug Williams break just break a break a cultural record Mm -hmm. of the first black quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. All
2: right, Mickey. What do we need to know uh, to kick things off here about this game? What's top of mind for you?
0: Well, it looks like uh, from San Francisco's standpoint that Trent Williams uh, went from did not practice to limited and read where he said he will be ready to go. So Hmm. uh, that's huge for San Francisco to get their starting uh, left tackle uh, back on the field, especially knowing that he's going to have to go up against uh, the Cowboys pass rushers. You know, they had a couple other guys that were limited, Elijah Mitchell, the running back. Went from did not practice to limited. So it looks like he's moving in the right direction uh, to be able to uh, play in the game. So, yeah, it looks like both teams are going to be somewhat healthy. Uh, even Garoppolo went from limited to full, even though he still has the sprained ligament in his thumb. So uh, from an injury standpoint, that's where we're at. And then today, the Cowboys had three players named to the first team, uh, all-pro team, mm. by the way.
1: That's all right. Uh,
0: no surprise, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs,
1: and Zach Martin. You mean Trayvon, the guy with, with that's giving up all these plays and all these yards <laughs> and— You know, who doesn't deserve to be getting the praise that he's getting. That Trayvon Diggs? (laughs) That's Trayvon Diggs. That's crazy. It's amazing how he made it in. It's a miracle.
2: (laughs) That's that's right. And uh, on the 49ers side, Trent Williams, uh, first uh, first time in his career, first-team all-pro at uh, left tackle, and – it's a, Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any other 49ers on the list here. Uh, oh, Debo Samuel. Oh, Debo's Debo. got to be on it, yeah, right? Yeah, yes, Debo. Yeah. Debo Samuel and Trent Williams on offense. What I'm uh, really surprised – you know Nick Bosa. You look at what you now. Dak is the comeback player of the year. There's mm-hmm. absolutely no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Dak is the comeback player of the year. But the candidacy that Nick Bosa has put up this year, coming back from his torn ACL last year, he he just played in two games last year for San Francisco, and he's got 15 and a half sacks and 21 tackles for loss, 32 quarterback hits. I mean, and he didn't make first team All Pro. The edge rushers are T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett. I mean, that's that's a pretty good competition It really there, is. You know, it really is. At, for edge rusher. Uh, Micah, uh, here, here's your defense. T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, the edge rushers. Interior defensive tackles are Aaron Donald and Cam Hayward. Linebackers, Micah Parsons, Darius Leonard, Devondre Campbell. Corners, Trayvon Diggs, Jalen Ramsey, and safeties Kev- Kevin Bayard <laughs> and uh, Jordan Poyer. They need to switch that because in this day and age, people aren't running a four-three. I mean, there's not three linebackers on the field, traditional linebackers right. on the field, ever in a game. <laughs> they they need to switch this to where a dime they, they, a dime. They, they need a, yeah. It needs to be a four-two-five yeah. where the edge rushers you take into account a three-four edge rusher or a mm-hmm. four-three, mm-hmm. and you get two. Traditional linebackers, yes. and you got an extra cornerback mm-hmm. on the field. That's what the way they do it on offense. Because the offense, you got one quarterback, you got one running back, you got you three know, wide been, receivers. That's so fun.
1: They've been doing that forever. Yeah, they've been. They haven't yeah. changed it not once.
2: They, and they haven't changed it on defense. And you know, Boy, you got to get out of the three linebacker set. Yes.
0: And they and they've and they've done that with the Pro Bowl, right? That's what right. On two right. inside yeah. linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 Ed rusher. So the Pro Bowls kind of got it right.
2: Right. And offense, Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, Jonathan Taylor at running back. The receivers are Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Tight end is Mark Andrews over Jason Kelsey. Wait a minute. With wide receiver.
1: Jefferson didn't make it from uh, Minnesota? No.
2: And uh, and Chase either.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: So they were next in line. Jefferson wow. and I don't Jamar like Chase. LSU were four and five on the list <laughs> yeah, in the voting. <laughs> uh, so Cup, Adams, and Samuel were the top three vote-getters, and then Jefferson and Chase were after that.
1: You know, I love Debo, but I think I would have
2: – And it's Travis Kelsey. Kelsey out there. I think I said Jason, Travis Kelsey.
1: He's such a hybrid. I, I would kind of dismiss him in, in that regard only. And uh, I would have had to put Jefferson in. <laughs> over Coop? Adams no, no, not something? over Coop, uh, yeah. over, uh, Debo. Ooh. over Debo. Over Debo – I mean, look at the numbers, man. I mean, Debo's got numbers uh, as far as a hybrid is concerned because he Mm -hmm. carries the ball and he does so many different things. As far as being voted into a particular position, that's always been uh, uh, something of a negative because you do more than one thing. Mm -hmm. But Jefferson was... Man, this guy well, was going off all year long. He didn't just wait until the end of the season. I wouldn't say just wait till the end of the season like Chase did. Chase got off all season, but Jefferson was on everyone besides he and Cooper Cup. They were the guys that everyone was talking about as far as receivers are concerned.
2: All right, Jefferson, okay, Jefferson, he has on the season eighty eight catches, fourteen hundred yards, and seven touchdowns. Okay. And what did he do? Well,
0: Debo's got that
2: right. Exactly. Debo has, all right. He had eighty-eight catches, fourteen hundred yards, seven touchdowns. Debo's got seventy-seven catches, fourteen hundred five yards, and six touchdowns receiving. Mm -hmm. Running the football, fifty-nine carries, three hundred sixty-five yards, and eight touchdowns running. So he's got fourteen touchdowns total in
1: Jefferson. But not as a receiver. Well, but (laughs) yes, he does.
0: He's, he set the record for most rushing touchdowns by a receiver. There you
2: no, go. <laughs> now, that's what I'm talking about. He's your slot, okay? So they've kept up with the modern age, and he's your slot receiver. All right, okay? all right. So I'm, you got I'm, Adam. Give
1: this one up. I think him outnumbered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but if you're just looking at stats, uh, anyway. All right, uh, and, <laughs> no, uh,
1: I am proud of that young man, though he he uh, did a great. And job
2: by the way, the, the offensive lineman and, and uh, besides besides Trent Williams is Joel Betonio at left guard, Jason Kelsey at center, Zach Martin at right guard, and Tristan Warps at right tackle. Go ahead, Mickey.
0: And by the way, by the way, well, uh, they also came out with the six finalists for the Pepsi Rookie of the Year Award. And Micah Parsons is one of the six guys uh, that's going to be in the finals, and it'll be revealed, I guess, during that Super Bowl week.
2: And, and that's not defensive rookie of the year. That is overall in offense no, and it's defense. It's overall NFL rookie of the year. So that is interesting, Everson. If you want to look at, you know, we've, you know, Micah's been a, a shoe in for defensive rookie of the year, but let's throw Jamar Chase into that discussion. Man, that's tough. That is
1: tough. Well,
0: and he, who else is on that list? Who
2: are, who are the Mike other ones? The
0: only, yeah, I was going to say Micah's the only defensive player on that list, by the way. And these are voted by the fans, right? It's online. Oh, he's uh, got it. The finalists, uh, the finalists are Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts, and Jalen
1: Waddle. That is a great squad right there. Those was a great draft. I mean, there were some great names right there. That's impressive. Yeah. You know, when we talk about the comeback player of the year award, you know, they're trying to give uh, Dak a little pushback on this. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at Burroughs. They think, you know, his comeback well, year this pretty... year was pretty good, especially the way he went out last year. I mean, it wasn't an unusual injury, but an injury nonetheless, season ending. Uh ACL, I think he got ACL and MCL, didn't he, on his injury? Uh, I'm not sure. Yes, he did. Yeah, it was both of them. So they're trying to make a case for him big time. Matter of fact, there have been some publications where, well, maybe one publication. I don't know how legitimate it is. They've already chosen Burroughs over Dak. The definition,
2: comeback player of the year. You have to come back from, you're coming back from an injury. But, uh, but you're also coming, coming back from already being established in your career. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at
1: it. Interesting.
2: Dak had already been established in his career and had that injury and then comes back from it. And, and, Burroughs, and, and equals, it was his, it was his, his rookie season. Yeah. He hadn't really established himself. Yeah, he was the top overall pick, but he hadn't established himself to the level that Dak had in the NFL. So th- that would be my case for. Oh, being, I'm I'm
1: with you. I, I know other, you are. The but. other case was uh, he's been hit more than any quarterback this year, and considering the the injury that he was coming back from, the courage that he showed, and we're not taking anything away from him. But this is this is the this is these are the bricks that are st- stacking up on his side of the yeah. fence. So just, just FYI. Just That's good to know. That's good. That's good to know. All right,
2: Mickey, what else do we need to know?
0: Um so Oh, I know what the the one I was looking for. Uh Amari Cooper got fined for his COVID nineteen violation. Oh, Fourteen thousand <laughs> six hundred and fifty dollars.
1: That was late, wasn't it? Being an
0: unvaccinated, it, it, it I think it finally just came out.
1: Yeah, right. Okay.
0: Uh, an unvaccinated player attending the Mavs game, and also on the sideline for the Cotton
2: Bowl. That's right, Because Alabama and Cincinnati game. He's on the sideline. The
0: what? Bowl. Wait, he wait. Was on the sideline.
2: <laughs> if, so it didn't matter whether he had a mask on or not. It doesn't matter whether he had a mask on or not, on. He, he can't go anywhere.
0: If you're unvaccinated and you go to a game, you have to be in a luxury suite and you got to have a mask on with no more than 10 other people in the suite.
1: I did That's not, the no only way this.
0: unvaccinated players are allowed to be out in public.
2: And it doesn't matter that he, you've already tested positive and you're in that 90-day window.
1: And that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I thought and he got a reprieve what? because of that 90-day window. I don't know. I'm just and, asking. And here's
0: the other thing that, re, that here's the other thing that reminded me of. So he had COVID, right? Right. And he and he missed he missed the Kansas City game and the Vegas game. Yep. And what happened in those two games? Can uh, lost? Cowboys lost. Yeah. And. Also, let's also remember that CD Lamb missed the second half of the Kansas City game with a concussion mm-hmm. and missed the Vegas game. Right. So when everybody talks about this inconsistent Cowboy offense, well let's see what they were dealing with too, right? Cuz cuz in that Vegas in, in the Vegas game, which by the way they ended up scoring 33 points,
1: they were out their top two wide receivers. Yeah. You, you, you preaching to the choir here, Spags. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that they never talk about is the, the shortcomings that we've had to deal with, but they always talk about the inconsistencies that we deal with because of those shortcomings. We never have an excuse for that because, well, they got all the talent in the team on all the talent in the world on that team. Well, I, Last time I looked, the Los Angeles Rams have a heck of a lot of talent at their wide receiver position as well. And I don't hear anybody giving Matt Matt, uh, Stafford excuses for his play this year.
0: Yeah, and and, and it just goes back to talking about uh, what Mike McCarthy's been talking about these last couple weeks when everybody just wants to look at statistics, right? and see what the numbers are. And he said, sometimes you got to go inside the numbers and understand why they are the way they are.
1: All right, we,
2: we uh, are up against a break. We're Boy, past a we. break. We're way past a break. And that means we got so break? much. The
0: first one? The first yeah, one. On the, the first, first one. one.
2: <laughs> the first one. And that means we've got like 22 minutes to cram in, oh, my, a half century worth of content coming up next. We never
1: got to that, did we? <laughs>
2: hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want and we know you want great fresh tasting ready to serve guacamole for your home gating and tailgating events made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices it will be the star of any party you can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section if you can't find it talk to your store manager and tell them Yokiero Yokiero guacamole
0: brace yourself for an existential question It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan
1: on every smartphone, even the latest ones.
0: AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back back, back. to shots. Cowboys Nation, it's playoff time. Get ready to white out at AT AT&T Stadium just the way I'm whiting out here on Friday. And you're going to cheer on the Cowboys to victory on Sunday, January 16th, when they take on the San Francisco 49ers at 3.30 p.m. For playoff updates, visit DallasCowboys.com slash Twenty twenty-one playoffs.
1: I Man. thought you blacked out, Chris. About, what? <laughs> I thought you blacked out over there, Max. Sorry, I me, Chris. No, bags. no,
0: no, no. I was in I was in the midst of checking out ticket prices oh. for
2: this game. Oh, were you? Okay. And, and, and by if, the way, Everson. You, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mickey.
0: And if you would like to know, you know those standing room tickets at the uh, on the on the decks, on the end, the end zone,
1: yes, popular tickets, one
0: hundred and sixty seven dollars. That's not bad.
1: That's not bad. And,
0: but remember, you got to run. You got to run in though, <laughs> right at the time they open the door to get the best tickets.
1: That's right. Now oh, then, man, that's crazy. Well, that is. crazy. Remember, we're close to Oklahoma. There is a lot of Sooners out there. Remember that.
2: That's right. Could be already in. That's right. In, in, in the building. You try to get you know, in sitting. early. That's right. So it, it's like a land so rush.
1: I, it's pretty much. That's know? what it is. it's yeah, yeah. like a land rush. Like you, and the Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboys
2: are <laughs> open. Is not a gold rush of San Francisco fans <laughs> that are, are coming in the door. Uh, so Mickey, so how
0: about how about this? Hang on, hang on. Upper level back of the end zone ticket will cost you three hundred and fifty dollars, and this is on the secondary market. And the prices climb to $500 and if you've got a lot of money you could sit in the lower level seats for $2,400 so do you think there's going to be a bunch I've of San Francisco fans <laughs> in the stands
2: uh, yeah you know what they spend on their houses out there we're spending it on ours here <laughs> now so $2,400 no, no. is a drop right. in the bucket <laughs> Um, does so uh, now just Jerry know. Jerry earlier in the week had uh, mentioned that he'd love to see a hundred thousand fans there? What's what's he saying now?
0: I think he was still hoping for it. Okay, uh, and he understands though, and he was kind of. I can't remember if it was him or Mike McCarthy when they were asked today about you know a sea of red in the stadium against the white black white backdrop. Mm-hmm. I'll get it out. Um, he, he basically they basically said, hey, if the Cowboys give the fans something to cheer about, they'll drown out any San Francisco fans that are here.
1: That's true. I mean, this is not going to be this is not going to be so Uh That's what I don't want to hear. Now, we've had our so issues in regards to the visiting team comes in and they're making a lot of noise. But the only reason they make a lot of noise is because we're not playing well on the field. Once we start playing well on the field, then the crowd gets behind the team. I do wish, however, that the Cowboys were more of the the crowd that – like the Saints game. That Saints game, boy, never forget it. The energy in that stadium was like no game I have ever played in or been to my entire life. They elevated that Cowboys team – to beat those Saints, and not just beat them, but they took it to them from the from the kickoff to the end of the game. They were in that game all the way. That's when I, that's when my they they had me so excited. I saw another Jalen Smith in that game that I've never seen before and never seen since. He played the best game I've ever seen him play, along with that Cowboys defense. So I wish, as Cowboys fans, we came out energized, not just waiting for the Cowboys to energize them as players.
2: Okay. Um, as far as this matchup with the 49ers, uh, I had an opportunity yesterday. Uh, by the way, have I mentioned this week that the game is on CBS?
1: Yeah, I think you did yeah, yeah. Uh, every week. It's the <laughs> Wednesday, the Thursday, Tuesday, and Monday. three 3.30 yeah.
2: yeah. Sunday on CBS <laughs> with Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wolfson on the call. All right, I had an opportunity, I had about a 20-minute chat with uh, Tony Romo yesterday. We um, did a little Zoom with him, talking about the game. It was very interesting. You can go to uh, my Twitter, cbs 11 Bill Jones, and check it out, the entire interview. Mm-hmm. But among the things that he talked about, number one... Um, Kellen Moore's gone, okay. I he, esteem he him, so how, how important is this playoff run to Kellen Moore as far as his future? And he says it doesn't matter what the Cowboys do. He thinks he's getting a head coaching job regardless of how they do In the Sunday. NFL. In the NFL. Ah, so he, he knows something. He, he thinks that Kellen Moore's gone um, regardless of what happens. Um, would he throw – if, as a quarterback, as a competitor, would he throw at Trayvon Diggs? What do you think he said? Yes, he would. Of course he would. He's but, a quarterback. But he would – He and just like what you've talked about, I believe, Everson, uh, double moves is is such a key, whatever. Uh, he, he's got great respect for Trayvon, and um, it, it's just interesting to hear him. He went into great detail on uh, how the 49ers might attack Trayvon Diggs. Okay. And uh, and so you, you can check that out. Um,
1: he's usually on point with the, his uh, one, of the, one,
2: one of the one of well, the things. Yes, Mickey.
0: Don't tease us! Well, <laughs> don't tease us! What did he say? How well, are we going to tackle him?
2: Well, it was more. It was more. You know, you double moves. He's such an instinctive player. Well, he's got to tease you, us, man. Because you, you he wants double to moves. To go no, to no, but <laughs> the, double once you once you establish the double moves. And uh, even if you don't complete it, whatever, now you can later in the game attack him because he's gotta be mindful of there could be a double move. And so that's basically how
1: okay. he would set him up, okay? Uh one when of the When you're as greedy as guys like myself and Diggs are, uh, yeah. yeah, you better run it every time. Yeah. We're still that's going right. for you <laughs> yeah, that's you right. have to show we're very stubborn. That's right. Very stubborn. That's right. <laughs> uh
2: but he does say that's one of the intriguing things about this matchup. He thinks that uh, we're going to be able to tell early on, um, you know, obviously the obvious key is stopping their running game. And we'll be able to tell very early uh, if their outside zone run plays are working or not. Mm-hmm. And if they're if they're getting yardage early, it's not a good sign for the Cowboys. Okay. Well, they,
1: were, they weren't getting yards early in the Rams game. But then the yep. second half, they, they just you persistent. saw what they, they were, could do. They were just And they wore the Rams' ahead. D-line yep. down.
2: Yeah. And uh, a 17-0 lead wasn't big enough was for, the, for the Rams Mm-mm. in that game. Uh, but the interesting thing, Mickey, uh, as far as the Cowboys are concerned, uh, I asked him what had he seen uh, first six games, seven games of the year for the Cowboys compared to to the last half of the season, he uh, he, uh, he went on and on praising Dak and how much Dak is like a coach on the field and just his understanding. Mm-hmm. And he says he thinks what defenses have done is uh, it's the post-snap adjustments that they've made that uh, Dak has – um, he didn't say struggled with, but that's that's a been, challenge. that's been effective. It's a challenge. That's right. It is and a challenge that's, for that's, any. That's quarterback. where Dak has had to make an adjustment for any quarterback. Yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's what teams would show something pre snap, and and Dak is so good at reading a defense pre snap, and uh, it's the post snap stuff that was throwing him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he said as much as he praises Kellen Moore, he says what he believes. If the Cowboys can establish their run game again, that they can win the
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. You got to have the running game. You have to have it. What do you think, Spags?
0: And then how how do you establish a running game?
2: Yeah,
1: especially With
0: the at, offensive line, right? All right.
2: Have you checked out? And we've this, been
0: talking about this.
2: Have you checked out this San Francisco and, front and, four and front six?
0: Oh yeah, they're pretty it's stout. Hard. Yeah. It's going to be very hard, right. And, and Mike McCarthy basically pointed it out when uh, he was asked about his offensive line, and he said, you know, we feel good about them. He understands it's a huge challenge. But he also said, we understand the game starts up front. And he basically said the game, and he's basically talking about both offensive lines. He said it will start, with the offensive line, and it will end with the offensive line.
2: How those two
0: lines play will determine who wins this game.
2: There's no doubt about it. No, you
1: know, and this, go ahead, make, uh, ever. I, I was just gonna say, uh, uh, I don't know if, if Williams coming back will help them or hurt them because once again, they were pretty consistent without him in that second half. So if I'm, if I'm the Cowboys D-line, I'm putting pressure wherever Williams is playing. I'm going to make sure and, and, and hone my pressure in on his position because I have to see if he's ready or not. I mean, San Francisco fans, when they talk about Williams coming back, they talk about it as if he's the second coming. Like now that he's back, then we're going to be okay. We've been fine without him, but we're going to be great with him. So I can't wait to see what 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 he's coming back with. I think we should test him right away.
2: You heard who the first team all pro they need left to figure out this. which elbow. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I did.
1: I did. They, I did. They
0: need to check out. They need to check out which elbow it is.
1: I think they can figure that out, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be the it'll be the bulky one
2: so okay, along those lines, and we gotta go to a break real quick after no. this, but along those lines
1: <laughs> you, you, you rap-
2: Randy Gregory versus Trent Williams, who wins that, whether it's whether it's oh, whether it's whether it's rushing the passer. Or defending the run, for Randy Gr- Gregory's perspective, who wins the battle, Randy Gregory versus Trent Williams, and how important is that to this game?
1: Hmm. Wow. Are we coming back? Oh, for- I, no, we're doing, I yeah, we're, do- <laughs> we're doing it now. Yeah, we're doing it now. Oh, man. I, I don't like know. I like
0: Gregory's chances, and I think they will move him around.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to be predictable. I don't want him just going up against Williams all the time. I think we should have multi looks, multiple looks, just like everyone's giving multiple looks to us. So that's my answer on that one.
2: Okay. All right. We got picks to click. We got picks to win.
1: It's coming up next (laughs) on Mixture. Oh, first of all, uh, NFL Network now has the 1982 championship game. On the air right now? As we speak. Do we have to watch it? Uh, only, Only when I make my plays. (laughs) <laughs> so only, you, all, all but the last fifty. All but the seconds. last, yeah, you give it, all that last drive. Hey, just turn it off before we're, we're, the last drive. Uh, yeah, just touch All
2: right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to watch the first 58 minutes of that game, and we're going to watch the last two minutes of the 1972 game, the Roger Staubach comeback. That's right. When we come back here on Mixed Shots.
0: The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat.
2: Back, back, to back. mixed shots.
0: Dak Prescott is the Cowboys nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, presented by NationSide, Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn twenty-five thousand dollar donation. To his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter, tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge followed by Prescott through January seventeenth.
1: Hey, oh, man. that's getting close. Vote Dak. I think you're you're getting a little claustrophobic in there by yourself because <laughs> your readings are suffering at the further the longer the week. Yeah, goes we on. need to get you out of no, the satellite I don't. center. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't
0: have any distractions,
1: that's why. <laughs> you need to be distracted. You had, You do better under pressure. I get it. I get it. Okay, this rivalry with the
2: 49ers in the playoffs goes back to 1970 NFC Championship game. Cowboys won 17-10 in route to Super Bowl V, the loss to the Baltimore Colts. And that was a 16 13 final. 1971, Cowboys beat the 49. 49- what? What? Give me some insight to that game. Well, not that. Uh, we. Uh, if we get bogged down in that game... We don't quick. have enough time. I mean, we don't have enough time to, <laughs> to go into all of them. We okay? have three minutes left in the show. You right. haven't made your picks yet. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we got, oh, no, we got picks. three minutes This was just a, This was just a prelude to our picks, Nikki. Wow. We're not going in-depth here. No, okay, man. 1971, yeah. NFC That's Championship game, 14-3. to three. <laughs> Hey, I, I, beat I, I, shots fired over and there. And then beat Miami now. in the Super Bowl. And then 1972... Roger Staubach got hurt this season. Craig Morton was back as the starting quarterback. He started the game against the 49ers in the, in the divisional playoff game. and But with two minutes left, the Cowboys trailed – 28 to 16, and Roger Staubach had come off the bench. He leads the Cowboys to two touchdowns in the last two minutes of that game, sandwiched around a Tony Fritch behind the back onside kick, and the Cowboys won thirty to twenty eight, then lost the Litton the next week to Washington in the NFC championship game. Fast forward so nineteen no eighty one. We won't talk about what yeah, happened. Yeah, let's in, fast forward past fast forward that I in, would the 90s, forward. in the nineties. In the nineties, ninety. 1992 championship game, conference championship game, my favorite Cowboy game of all time. I was out there covering it all week in San Francisco. That was the 30-20. to 20. How about them Cowboys Damn. game? And then the following year, which was the last time CBS did a Cowboys playoff game, was you can put it in three-inch headlines, and the Cowboys won. And then the next year, it was a 21 nothing deficit. But the game that many <laughs> consider to be perhaps Troy Aikman's finest game mm. as a quarterback Quarterback, the comeback against the Niners. And then Barry got called for the penalty on the sideline, and San Francisco won the Super Bowl. All right, now picks to click and picks to win. Mickey, take it away. Take it away, Mick. Is he there?
0: You forgot the interference call that didn't get called.
2: Well, that was the Switzer. It was pass interference, and Switzer was arguing about it on the sideline. And so what yes. people, were, people talk about, the Switzer costing them the game because he got the
1: penalty. But anyway. Anyway.
0: So you want me to pick the game?
1: Yeah, yes. that's what we call pick the click. <laughs> you guys were doing this way before I got here, so you should know about this stuff.
0: Cowboys win this game 27-23.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be a, t- a close one, Spags. You're right about that, brother.
0: And my pick, my pick to click's gonna be the guy you can't bully, the lionbacker, Micah Parsons.
1: Mm, so you're going with a defensive guy, huh? You got any stats you want to throw at us? Yep. Like, like how oh, many sacks like he might have? Yeah, yes. Fumble recovery, force fumble, anything. <laughs> Give us a narrative. Two, two sacks, <laughs> two sacks, and a forced fumble. All right, two sacks and two a forced sacks. fumble. Whoa! All righty, all right. Okay, uh, I am looking at. This is this is gonna be. We're gonna we're gonna jump out on them guys. I think our offense is gonna be really strong. I think Dak's gonna have a good game, but I'm looking at the score probably gonna be. We're gonna score thirty points. We're going to score 30 points. We're going to get back to that. I think it's going to be 30, 30 to 24. I think the, 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 the Niners are going to try and come back on us. But I'm looking at Dak from my pick-to-click. He's going to have two touchdowns. I'm looking at probably quarterback rating 120. That's okay. how specific I am. All right. Very good. I love
2: that. Yes. I like that score, 30-24. to, 24. 30 to 24. Okay, Mickey's 27-23. Um, I am going with a pick-to-click. How about the tight ends in this matchup? Mm. George Kittle, for who made the Pro Bowl. Dalton Schultz did not make the Pro Bowl, but Schultz actually has more catches and more touchdowns than Kittle this season. Mm-hmm. My pick-to-click is Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys. And in fact... My final score is 30 to 28.
0: Wait, uh, I got it.
2: What? <laughs> Thirty I would, to twenty-eight. I wrote down
0: what you were gonna
1: pick? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you Dak, had something to say. You know
2: what's gonna happen <laughs> what? with fifty-one seconds left in Uh-oh, this game? not again. Dak Prescott is gonna be flushed out to the right under <laughs> to the pressure. Right. He's gonna throw to the back of the end zone. He's got a pump and a Dalton times. Schultz is gonna rise <laughs> above a quarterback. Do they have a number twenty-four on their team? <laughs> no. They're gonna they're rise above. They're not it. Emmanuel Mosley, <laughs> to catch the game-winning touchdown pass to make it 30-28, to 28, the Cowboys win.
1: I like that. 40
2: years later.
1: I like that, but I don't see Schultz going up like that. Okay. Well, I see I'm C.D. To... going up like that. C.D. Let's do C.D. I see C.D. going up like All right, like my that. pick to click That's is C.D. Lamb. That's it. All right, right C.D. Lamb
2: <laughs> is going up top, and he's going to have the game winner. All right righty. 30 it's to exciting,
1: 28. man. It's exciting. Beautiful Friday afternoon. Mickey predicted the
2: final
0: score in nineteen
2: seventy two. No, it was the one, it was the final score in uh yeah, it was in nineteen seventy two. That's right. It was in nineteen seventy two. You're on to me, Mickey.
0: Yeah, I figured you were going 28-27. <laughs>
2: yeah, I could have, which was the 82 final score.
1: God, this game is so cool, just kind of watching that old school stuff. All you right, know, Ever, we ahead.
2: know Everson's going to spend the rest of the afternoon yeah, watching right the watch NFL the Network, Yeah, the replay of the 1981 NFC Championship this game. I'm game. glad he enjoys watching it, because the rest game. of us don't.
1: I know. I like watching <laughs> to a point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the good point right here.
2: <laughs> okay, what do you all have uh, scheduled for the weekend?
1: I have work. Uh, Spags, are you going to be there tomorrow? I will be there tomorrow. All right, I'll see Spags tomorrow at Calvary the Omni. Star Sports Tours. I also have Omni. another autograph session uh, in Louisville. And I also I'm doing some oh, politics tomorrow. I'm going to be uh, part of a campaign tomorrow. Uh-huh. My cousin is running for sheriff. Oh really? Uh-huh. So I'll be there signing some eight by ten. Sheriff of what? Uh, he's sheriff of some county. I don't know. <laughs> I got to take a look
2: at it. You're going to be his deputy? Yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, <laughs> whatever it takes, man. We're going to get him in. We're going to get him in. So yeah, uh, we're going to Are you able to vote for him? No, I'm not. So I can't vote for him. He's in, he's in gonna... Dallas County. It's Dallas County. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, no. mm-hmm. All right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Very Sorry. good. I'll be there with, with bells Well, on, there's man. things
0: you can do with ballot boxes.
1: <laughs> I heard. I heard. Yeah, let's keep that on the DL there, Speck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that
2: does it for another week of mixed shots. And, and here's another prediction. We are going to have a full week of mixed shots next week. Yes, we are. Leading into a divisional playoff matchup at... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay, Bay. we owe them. That's right, exactly right. Just like Dak predicted at the end of the at the beginning of the season. What did he say, Bill? I'll see you later. I'll
1: see you later. That's uh, right. I'll see you down the road.
2: That's exactly right. right. So take that, Tom Brady. (laughs) All right, and we'll talk at you again on Monday here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys!